Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. I am Greg, and this is the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. Our readings today come from Psalm 113, Ephesians 5, 8 through 33, and Isaiah 65, 17 through 66. So we'll just jump right in. The Psalm 113 is another psalm of praise. It's a very short psalm in two parts, bookended by praise the Lord, so at the beginning and at the end. The first part is the when, all the time, the where, everywhere, and the duration, forever, to praise the Lord. The second sets the Lord apart from all aspects of his creation, and this separation provides the why for praising the Lord. So every psalm has its own little place, and I kind of like this one because you can really, it's very short, but you can break it down into these components. And again, the most important components are the first and the last, praise the Lord. Old Testament, rather New Testament, we pick up the story in Ephesians 5, verse 8. I'm going to read verse 8 for you. Quote, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Now, once we're exposed to the light, we, we have to stay in it. When we were full of darkness, it was understandable that we were maybe ignorant. Now, Peter said it best, I think, and I just saw this not long ago on a LinkedIn feed, and it really touched me because I think that this is, it was literally I was praying for direction on something. And within an hour, I saw this on a LinkedIn post, and it was a perfect answer to what I was praying about. So you must live, and this is, I'm sorry, 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't step back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. Now, again, that was exactly what I needed at that point in time. It's kind of like once you see the other side, you, you really can't go back. That's not to say that people don't. I know people fall and all of that. But it, it really changes you, and, and you, you don't want to go back. Now, Paul gives us some additional advice here in verse 10, quote, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. And I would add, to pray about it. Verse 15, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days, and we are in evil days. Don't be drunk. Instead, fill yourself with the Holy Spirit. Now, for me, that's an important distinction there. I keep on saying that drinking would take me away from the Holy Spirit, drunk or not, just one beer. Because what I was doing there is that I was in terms, times of stress, instead of turning to the Holy Spirit for guidance, I turned away the Holy Spirit. Well, now I'm out of the darkness, a new person, new realization. I'm no longer ignorant. I don't have an excuse but I am still human. That isn't to say that people don't fall backwards. 
but we have more power and more desire to change and to be holy. We are commanded to. Now, one way to do that is to sing praises, hence one reason why today's psalm was important. Now, we are also to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And, and this, this is funny about how this line about one another is often excluded to take out of context the next line. This will sound familiar. Verse 22, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Now, this doesn't indicate an inequity between the sexes, my opinion. Rather, it expands on the unique purposes of each. God created man and woman. God has a plan. And the different creations are good. Diversity is good. There's a unique purpose for each in God's plan. Male and female joining is, verse 32, quote, an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. Now, men are to love their wives as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. That's really what it comes down to. It's a mutual respect, a mutual love, and together both enhance God's plan. Yeah, I can look back when I was divorced back in the 90s, that one primary impetus for that is, without really getting too personal and too much details, I think that it was clear that if we could have figured out a way to keep things together, we would have, and it would have been very simple. We should have invoked God. We didn't. God's the center of all marriages, and without God, trying to keep things together yourself with all your human frailties. It's very difficult. Old Testament, we're in Isaiah 65, verse 17 through 25. I'm going to read you verse 17. Quote, look, I am creating new heaven and new earth, and no one, no one will think about the old ages anymore, the old ones anymore. Hard to read my writing. <laughs> Go figure. Now, I think this also applies to the theme of living holy now, that the light has revealed truth to us, this parallelism that I talk about sometimes. I see more in the readings of um, things being parallel to, even though they're talking about the people, but we it be parallel in our lives as well. Now, when we truly do that, we won't even think about our old ways. I'm not quite there yet. I do think about my old ways, and, and so when I do think, I invite the Spirit in. Isaiah 66, verse 1, quote, This is what the Lord says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. So I gather from this that all creation is God's temple. No man-made building can match that. This indicates God's authority over us. And then the instruction and result, those with humble and contrite hearts, which is in verse 2, will be blessed, but those who continue to sin will not be accepted. Quote from verse 4, they deliberately sinned before my very eyes and chose to do what they know I despise. Now this section continues with blessings for Jerusalem in the future due to the obedience. And again, I found reading this with a sense of parallelism applying to my life, a message I believe I was supposed to receive. I did ask the Holy Spirit silently before reading and doing this recording for you. 
always try to ask for the message that I'm supposed to receive from reading the word that day. Same passage, reading it a different time could be a different message. Isaiah is focused strongly, it seems, on drawing distinctions between the righteous and the rebellious with the consequences of each concept that we would be best to understand and respect. That's it for today. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day and that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care. Mm -hmm.